Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Very excited to uh, be watching this movie in particular. Uh, this was one that was on my list for a long time, and I'm glad we're uh, bringing it out of the vault. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've seen it. Uh, Mandy, what are we what are we covering today? Uh, today we're covering the 1991 comedy. Uh, I was going to say comedy classic, I guess cult classic, City Slickers. Really, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's got a cult following, maybe. I don't know. It's just a. I mean, I think everyone loves this movie. It's like a standard <laughs> comedy classic. Billy yeah. Crystal, Daniel Stern. Uh, Bruno Kirby. Kirby. Bruno Kirby, yeah. yeah. From Spinal Tap. That's yeah, right. well, he's done a lot of stuff. Like He was in When Harry Met Sally, sure. Good Morning Vietnam. I don't know why. I, I imagined him like giving like a really like meaningful speech. Okay. And so I Googled like Bruno Kirby meaningful speech, and all oh. I got was Bruno Mars when he was accepting an award. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, this must not have actually happened. I think I dreamt that. So. <laughs> right. And of course, uh, to cover these movies, we uh, always... Uh, have a third wheel with us. We always, we can't do it on our own. We always like to have someone in the studio with us to make sure we get all of our bases covered. And today we have uh, Lansing area comedian. Sure. Is that what we're going to call that? From Grand Ledge. but Grand yeah. Ledge area. Well, area. The, it's not the, a lot of comedy in Grand Ledge. Comedy mecca of Grand Ledge. <laughs> we have with us in the studio, Will Green is here, everybody. Hey. Yay. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, man. On this wintry, mm. very cold morning. It's chilly. Super early on a Sunday morning. Sorry. Sorry about that. I am a little groggy, but I'll do my best. Right, You're here. <laughs> you made it. That's exciting. Um, and of course, we always tell everyone before we get started, uh, if you've never seen this movie, to stop listening right now, go watch the movie and come back and join us for the conversation. And you're back. All right. What'd you think? <laughs> Pretty good? All yes. Right. Yeah. So, Will, what is your experience with City Slickers? How long had it been? Since you saw this movie the last time before we made you watch it for this podcast. Uh, I, I'm i not sure if my memories are melding. I know I saw it probably shortly after it came out as a child. Sure. I probably saw it at least, you know, like on TBS at one point <laughs> yeah. along the way. I don't have a specific memory of that. Um, so quite a while. I would say, I mean, easily 10 years. Okay. 2018. So Maybe was even the, more than that, 15, 20 years since I saw it last, probably. So was this a, an entire like re uh, re exposure to this movie? Like, were you were you finding yourself uh, watch experiencing it again for the first time? Um, no, because I feel like I I don't know. It's a pretty memorable story, and it's also you know it's kind of just like one joke. Like, yeah. what if these guys were there? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I did find that to be the case throughout. It was very much like oh they're they're doing the. Same sort of punchline yeah. throughout, and yeah. and it was a lot of like Billy Crystal um, catchphrase yeah. of "hello" for no reason. That yeah. hello, I like that. Yeah. I remember it being in response to the cows. Like I was like, "Oh, yeah. he's just talking to the cows." But when I started watching it again, he literally does it within the first like five minutes yeah. of the movie, and I'm like, "Why does he do like what gives him this motivation to just walk around to everyone and be like hello?" <laughs> it turned out to work out with the cows. I think yeah. that, that kind of yeah. brought it all in. <clears throat> I I haven't seen it. I mean, I think I've maybe seen it once, and it was probably like 20 years ago. Okay, um, but I was caught off guard because it was a half an hour into the movie before, or like even longer than that yeah. before they actually like go to the ranch. Before there was any city slicking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of backstory to it. And I think I got this movie confused with uh, City Slickers Two: The Legend. <laughs> curly's gold because that one had like a lot more motivation and there was a lot more movement in the storyline right away mm-hmm. and i was like oh it's like this adventure thing 
but uh, I don't know. This movie didn't uh, didn't quite hold up for me. I no. What do you think? Um, yeah, it's it was a movie that, that from my memory, this is the first movie that I remember like my dad saying like, "Hey, you should also see this movie. It's mm. funny." Okay. Um, yeah. So, the, so I guess was, this is it dad. Was, it was nostalgic funny. in that way, yeah. but yeah, it's it definitely feels like a early '90s comedy. <laughs> sure. I uh, about that. I totally feel him like in the beginning when he's all like. You know, do you ever just think that, you know, you're the best looking you're ever going to be and that you're going to feel you're feeling the best you're ever going to feel and it's never going to get any better. And, it, and it's not that good. That even, is, it, yeah. even even the greatest you've ever it's felt that isn't that great. Yeah. yeah. God, I feel that way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm only 35, but there's so many times I'm like, oh, it's like, over. Really? Yeah. Like, what did I do? Like, I'm just here. Yeah. You've you peaked. Know? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know, I think every I think that's why this movie resonates with some people. This is very much a midlife crisis yes. movie yeah. for like, and I, I think that's why it's a dad movie. I think it works well for people who've mm-hmm. sort of they they want to leave their job, they want to go on these adventures, they want to have a friend like Bruno Kirby, kind of, kind of, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and either you either feel like Billy Crystal in this movie or you feel like Daniel Stern, like you feel either. <laughs> So completely broken and lost or so willing to like drop everything and yeah. go razz, wrestle cattle and a rustle. I don't know. I just like Daniel. What is it? Daniel Stern, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Like his character like pisses me off. Sure. Because he's so whiny and miserable. I'm like, why didn't you fix it? Instead, Have you seen his wife, though? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I know. She is a total bitch. But I just am like, but why stay then? Yeah. Like leave. Well, they, they discuss that. Yeah. I mean, he feels trapped. Because, right. Well, right. Because he has kids and you're like, yeah, no, if you're miserable and you haven't had sex in 12 years instead of knocking up the 20 year old checkout girl like just lisa leave. simpson lisa simpson yes <laughs> slash uh she was on herman's head wasn't she oh i don't know about that but uh math net i don't okay. know if you guys remember three two one contact that show no that was like a pbs show when i was a real little kid and there was the the last like 10 minutes of it was always math net which okay. was a spin off dragnet okay and it was these two like cops but instead of um, guns in their holster. They had calculators. Jesus, and they would solve these ma- stuff using math. Okay, so what, one of them was pron- Yardley Smith. Yeah, that's that? what I was going to say. Her, no, well, how do you pronounce her name? Yardley. Yardley Smith. Yeah, I'm not Yardley. sure. That's a weird okay. name. I think it's Yardley. Yardley. That's what I've heard it as. She right? was just in one episode where there was this gorilla that br- that broke out of the zoo, <laughs> and it got blamed for a bunch of robberies. And she was like the friend of the monkey who like knew how to like speak sign language to it. <laughs> okay, and just kept telling him like it's not this monkey. That is and hilarious. This huge climatic. Um, event where he climbs the Hollywood Tower and she's trying to, she's telling him that he's not, like, they're going to shoot him and she's like telling him he's not the one who's breaking into this these grocery Math stores. MathNet was the segment of out of, or actually, no, not, not three, two, one contact, square one. Okay. That was the name of the kid show. Okay. Anyway, Interesting. That's how I, that, I knew her from there. Weird. Because huh. you can't forget that voice. How, yeah, all. right. That's true. How, uh, when did, the Simpsons happened. Like when was she Lisa Simpson at this point in the movie? I mean, like had I she already been? I don't know. Let me. I look up her IMDb right now. Because this we movie have was her, in, a clip with her. Um. Yes, I think so. I think I even labeled it just as Lisa Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Um, is Mr. Phil Berkwist here? Can I get you something? <laughs> Mr. Berkwist, your housekeeper told me where you were. I'm in trouble. Oh, what, what I was going to say this is every man's what nightmare, but I mean it's not unless you've like had sex with the teenage girl from the grocery store right i missed my period yeah simpson came out in 89 for her okay so she was, she was already lisa pregnancy test from aisle 11 the ones on special yes and it came up blue <laughs> why is she telling you this 
Phil. God, because I hate this I'm, woman I'm, so much. I'm, I'm her boss. Yeah. And, and, Poor Phil. She was we, also we have a health plan. Legend of Billie Jean. It's funny because and this that is, had Hel- Helen Slater who plays Bonnie. So this they is were, very much like nostalgia for like TV nostalgia because it's got Lisa Simpson and the voice of um, Daniel or no uh, Ben Savage from uh, The Wonder Years. Mm. You know, uh, Daniel Stern played the the voiceover yeah. voice yeah. of of uh, Ben Savage, right? Uh, so yeah, that was a nice. Hold on a second. The cat is destroying things behind us here. Izzy the cat, our uh, unofficial podcast uh, spokes cat, is with us today. (laughs) Uh, Hold on. I got to... You guys talk amongst yourselves. I got to fix this. All right. So uh, some fun facts. Um, Rick Moranis was scheduled to be cast in this movie. They didn't say which, Hmm. but it said a major role. But he could I can't see him being anybody else. So and then... um, But his wife got cancer. So that didn't happen. I want to talk. Was this his last? Like, was it going to be the movie? Yeah, maybe that was like his last. Yeah, his it was going to be his last hurrah. But then, yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I think he would have done well. Um, And Clint Eastwood was considered for Curly, which makes total sense because he's basically like every character Clint Mm -hmm. Eastwood has ever played. Um, And Robin Williams was considered for Mitch. So, and Robin Williams and Bruno Kirby were in Good Morning Vietnam together. And so, you know, and Robin Williams and Billy Crystal always have like, a, you know, have that relationship. Sure. So yeah. I think he would have been a good Mitch. Sure. Yeah. But it would have been an annoying, more annoying Mitch. So, yeah. So we got that. Yeah. It would have been a little more spazzy, but it might have been more fun. I feel like Billy Crystal was very whiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This he was movie. bummed. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. But, I mean, he was trying to find a smile. Yeah. You couldn't start out smiling. Otherwise, he, what, what was he supposed to find? That's right. Okay. <laughs> let's. Uh, this is the opening scene after they do the crazy ass running with the bulls yep. nonsense. So stupid. Yeah, um, which people do that on purpose, and it seems weird to me. Would you ever? Would you ever do anything like that? No. What's the crazy? Like, what's the most extreme thing you've ever participated in willingly? Do you think you ever do like a skydive thing? No. Or a, <laughs> now you're gonna do the driving here. <laughs> probably. This is where your midlife crisis begins, and you yeah. go out and parachute somewhere. Now you realize that <laughs> you. Yeah, oh my god! I've never done anything. <laughs> But really, I gotta go, guys. <laughs> driving in the winter in Michigan is like an adrenaline rush in itself. There you sure. go. So, yeah. Mandy, have you ever done anything that would anyone would consider extreme? No, I mean I've never thought like, oh my god, I could have died. I mean, yeah. other than like sliding through a stoplight on the icy road, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Nothing I, that you did on purpose. No, that's basically what I. Yeah. No, I've never really been an adrenaline rush person. I've done the like where you try to drink a gallon of milk all at once. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might be. How'd that turn out for you? I got pretty close. Yeah, but no. Oh, did it? Did you keep awful. it down? No, did no, it come back out? No. Yeah, I did it in college with like eight friends, and we did it around this picnic table outside our dorm room, and we all threw up, and then we all got in trouble the next day because that's where all like the the kitchen staff and like the cafeteria they all ate there. Okay, and then they went to eat their lunch there that day, and there was just fucking puke everywhere. Yeah, and well, it, and yeah, it's yeah milk. curdled milk, yeah, yeah. It's milk puke yeah. everywhere. Yeah. That's exciting. Which when so, you have a baby, you're used to that smell, but not grown man milk. <laughs> <laughs> grown man milk, yeah, <laughs> gross. Um. Was that like based on like viral videos or you just had this brilliant idea? I don't know who one of our dumb friends came up with that idea. Yeah. It was kind of a maybe one of the early viral things. Sure. Yeah. yeah that's actually a challenge that like I could semi get behind just out of yeah. curiosity. Sure. It's not like the what are all the other dumb challenges that they have now. Like eat a Tide Pod or, or whatever. Or like bleach, like put bleach on your skin. <sighs> or like set yourself on fire for yes. a second. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like they there was that was a thing for a minute, like the like douse yourself in cologne or something oh, and yeah. set it on fire for no reason. That's, yeah, I mean, kids we, are smart guys. We used to set the the fuzzies on our socks when they were new on fire. Yeah, I had a kid in the the back of our school bus who would either try to set like the the bus seats on fire, mm-hmm. or he would come with like whatever like alcohol or cologne or something and dip his hand in it and then set yeah. his hand on fire on yeah. the bus like he was a badass, you know. Cool. And then that kid dropped out. Hell yeah, he did. Started, you know, he had to start his career as arsonist. Cooking, yeah, yeah. cooking meth full time, I think, at that point. So, oh, well, he was R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt he's dead. Yeah, he was trying to do the trick uh, while he was cooking, and <laughs> bad bad things happened. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, nothing for me really extreme. I mean, other than like your standard bullshit of like uh, tall roller coasters or right. yeah. other dumb. Like I wouldn't do any of this crazy like zipline nonsense or zipline? you're way yeah. too self preserving. Yeah, and I've never been on a plane. Like I'm that. Like I'm so <laughs> scared of flying anywhere. That's yeah. I do the opposite of extreme. Stand up comedy. That's pretty extreme. That's true. I mean, that's dangerous. If you'd been there last night, I just had a gig last night. It was like a, a corporate gig, and uh, I'm yeah. doing corporate with uh, quotation marks that no one can see. <laughs> Uh, I had no idea it was a corporate gig when I got there, which means I wasn't uh, permitted to sell merch oh. at, at the corporate gig. Uh, they just found it to be uncouth. So I drove for like an hour and a half uh, expecting to help maybe sell, you know, one right. or two shirts or something to help pad the old gas tank mm-hmm. and then nothing. Rude. And uh, there were like 30 people there and a majority of them were over the age of 60. Mm. So. <laughs> Your demo. Yeah. I, I fit right in, man. It was my my people. Um you know, you never want to blame the audience. Uh, totally a lot. Me too. Like I'm like I'm like I had a great. That audience sucked. And, and in this case, like clearly they weren't there for comedy. Like their their company gave them comedy for Christmas. Right. Right. And and none of them wanted it. <laughs> but it was fun. It was an better experience. than a Jelly of the Month Club. That's, yeah, and I got paid, so it worked out okay. Yep. But uh, yeah, so yeah, comedy's a real fickle lady yeah. sometimes. Yeah, extreme. <laughs> What's your most extreme uh, gig? Did you ever have trouble getting anywhere? Like a no, um, my most extreme gig. <laughs> uh, well, uh, some of those main gigs when I was living out there were were pretty. It was like a weather gnarly. weather related. Like I feel like I mean, yeah, they're pretty Maine. dicey on the way. You know, um, there was one actually. Probably my worst gig there was at a camp. Like you know, like. Where adults go and park their campers and stuff like for a like campground? a week. Yeah, the campground. Oh, okay. I was like a, yeah. a camp, like, yeah. like, like a like a kids yeah. camp. And they're like yeah, whitt- whittling like. sticks and like <laughs> it was really extreme. Yeah, they got down with crafts and then they went to the comedy <laughs> barn. Yeah, they were all wearing matching t-shirts. Yeah. And no, shirt. it was like a, it was like it was a campground and then and there was a pole barn on this campground and the show was in the pole barn and they called it a wine and cheese night. <laughs> which every everybody just brought wine and cheese that which when i'm camping that is not at all what i think of that's like glamping sure. well it was like lo- I mean, it was just cut up cheddar and yeah i mean you know, like a styrofoam cooler <laughs> right, like yeah. where do you keep cheese when it you're was camping? very low class wine and cheese <laughs> so but i just had to start performing and no one was there yet so like it was just people drunkenly arriving mm-hmm. throughout my whole set so that was oh, that's interesting, that's interesting. I, when i think of me i always think of fishermen well on the edge yeah but you go inland and it's the same yeah. as it is anywhere it's just, else. It's just Michigan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I they just, just tilt. I just, you push with a different accent. Yeah, they just tilt the mitt in a different direction. I just, I just picture them like just some really badass, like having like one arm. Like that's just <laughs> what I picture. Like everyone in Maine. They just I, have an just, attachment yeah. that's a, a fishing pole yeah. attached to their nub. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a net. They can screw a net on it. Yeah. 
Man, you haven't really been doing uh, stand up long enough to have like a hell gig, have you? I mean, like, I've never bombed. I probably shouldn't say fancy. that. I, I really shouldn't say that. Um, I've had like shows that right. I was like, that's probably the worst one that I've had, but I've always had like one or two at least good laughs. Sure. Um, but I, I think I, that that's specific because I don't do it that often. Yeah. Like the people that do it, like, you know, every week or a couple times a week, like, yeah, you're going to get a bad room and you're going to bomb because that's just what happens. Sure. Yeah. Um, but no, never, nothing really super, cr- although, oh, I guess, okay, scratch that. Uh, I did PotterCon. Oh, um, sure. We, yeah, so we did a Harry Potter roast at Harvey's on the Mall, and it was awesome. Like, I played Hermione, and it was so much fun. I mean, the room was packed. We laughed our butts off. It was, like, probably one of my favorite nights of comedy. And so... um we Shane Dials got us to perform at a PotterCon okay. in Grand Rapids, and these people were fucking like hardcore Harry Potter fans. Sure, yeah. And well, I mean, if you're like making your way to a convention, exactly. I think you're- yeah, yeah. So not only, I mean, like half of the people that were involved in the roast had never even seen the movies. They just like wiki, you know, yeah. wiki it oh, and yeah. like. So we're like people are like that didn't happen. Oh my or, god! Yeah, it was crazy. I hate and nerds so they much. hated us. Like, and we're dissing on all the characters. Yeah, like you're shitting right. on everything they love. So, so that was kind of crazy. It was cool to go because I got in for free, and I love Harry Potter. Yeah. But yeah, that was weird. It was just a room full of people that wanted us to die. So, uh, yeah. So one time I did a gig uh, for a charity organization. I got roped into doing two nights. Uh, it was for like. Um, thunder on the grand or something like a like a cancer uh biker awareness we were thing. actually supposed to do two nights and everybody yeah. was like we're not fucking doing this uh, again. well we got <laughs> roped into two nights and uh i tried to get some like names to come out with me from like local comics and i had a few people come out and uh they put us on the back of a flatbed trailer uh it was a converted semi-trailer um and it was at like noon oh and it was in the fairgrounds and it had been raining uh, like moments before we went on. And all it was was like it was basically a biker like flea market, like trinket sale. And they were using that to raise money for like cancer research or something. And we did it for free. We got no payment, yeah. but we got food. We got like fair food, which yeah. was good. I mean, sure. the, the food was all right. Um, but it was literally people scrambling to cover their wares. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the any seats that they had were under like a like a tent thing, but it was a good, you know, 70, 80 feet from the stage. Like it was just, wow. you were way the fuck out there and nobody cared. Sure. Uh, and it was basically the only chairs in the whole setup. So it was just people who were tired of walking and standing. <laughs> uh, we're sitting in these chairs and subjected to us telling <laughs> jokes the whole time. Like Stu McAllister was there. Um, I want to say, yeah, I want to say Joe Williams was at one of them. And, uh, there were a couple other guys that were on the shows too, but God, I regret that every day. And like, I had to apologize to them profusely for like even involving them with right. this whole thing. And it was just awful. It was that one is of the worst hilarious. experiences yeah. I've ever had. Yeah, the Harry Potter, it was, um, Sammy was there. I'm, I'm thinking of guests we've had on the show. Jason Alt played Voldemort. Okay. And he again had never seen or like. Yeah, didn't any, care. Yeah, no. Didn't care enough to be at a con for that. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. It yeah. serves you guys right, man. You don't yeah. uh, you don't fuck with people in their uh, element, you know. Yeah, right? it, I mean, it was an experience, so that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know, whatever, whatever. We survived. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you're yeah. Now you're better off for it. Now you know better. You never do that again, and you learn and right. move on. Right. right. 
So um, another fun fact, Bruno Kirby, he liked making this movie, but he was extremely allergic to horses. And that like messed him up big time. Like he was having breathing problems and having a hard time just acting in general. I like that in this movie, Bruno Kirby is like the cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Which he usually plays the dick. Right. Yeah. Here's a little even just like a dude with a mustache (laughs) can't like in the anymore be the cool guy. That's true. Yeah, there's always something wrong with that guy. All right, here's a little taste of Bruno Kirby being the cool guy. Ed (laughs) Target parachute jumping. Ed. Now, it's a smaller parachute, but you're traveling twice as fast. Great, so when they find your body, they can bury it in a Sucrets box. Phil said he'd go. Phil wants to die. (laughs) And if you were married to that, you'd want to die too. Look at him. He's pretending to be asleep so he doesn't have to talk to him. Oh, it's so great. It's a couple of little jumps from a plane. And then what? We go on safari, only the animals have guns and they hunt us? Forget about it. It's never enough for you, Ed. I'm reading. When's it ever going to be enough? Yeah. Okay, I do have to say, there is a major attraction drought in this movie. Yeah. There is not... The only attractive people are literally, like, the um, Billy Crystal's wife. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, she's pretty. I guess Yeardley Smith isn't that... Oh, Kim, um, that's... uh, the girl on the, the trip with them, the yeah. Trip. yeah. She played like Supergirl, I think, in the movie. Really, it was like oh, wow. Supergirl or something, and then there was a TV show spinoff as well. Yeah, because uh, I remembered her from something. Yeah. I was like, how do I know this woman? And <clears throat> and then it was Hel- probably from City Slickers. Helen honestly. Slater, who, yeah. who played Bonnie, she's beautiful. I love yeah. her, but like, there's not a single good-looking guy. That's mm-hmm. true. Not that's one. A, that's yeah. Bruno Kirby is the cool, oh, but he's sexy, not, getting the young ladies guy. <laughs> And you can't ever imagine <laughs> yeah, Daniel Stern as anything other than like the wet bandits no. or anything. Right. Like yeah, no. I mean, he had the height, I guess. And like, <laughs> but like, how weird is it? Like, at the end, like, there has not been one like interaction between him and Bonnie. Like, not one yeah. that would like set anything up. It's just like, oh, these two are single. Well, kind of made eyes. Did, like, yeah. They, once or twice. They had that conversation around the campfire about sports and about how he like would talk to his dad using sports and she like saw him as like a person i think she was like oh this guy has like a he's not just like a sports dick and yeah. like there's something to him and mm-hmm. so there was that little bit of like i didn't remember that part something so yeah. i don't know yeah. maybe uh um, well we do have a nice part where billy crystal and uh bonnie uh do a little uh unintentional flirting so let's get this this is a great line like, from the movie. I, yeah i was gonna say this is, i think this might be my favorite line good night i'm going to bed oh no night, sleep tight. that was flirting no, that was politeness. That was have a pleasant and restful evening. No, that was I like your ass. Could I wear it as a hat? <laughs> Bruno. I, yeah, I oh, Bruno. It. I liked it when they're talking. He's like, I'm married. And yeah. then walks yeah. away. I love that so much. Yeah, he doesn't want any chance. He's like, that was the Mike Pence uh, move. Just like, I'm married. I need to right. go find my wife and stand next to her. Well, and I'm like, you're not even attractive. Like, whatsoever. <laughs> like, like that's just something like don't assume that the hot chick in the camp wants to take you to bed yeah like she doesn't want to take any of you to bed because you're all disgusting (laughs) what about uh what about the young dentist kid yeah he's cute and he grew up to be cute too jessup or whatever his name is um the the father yeah the father son son, dentist yeah Yeah, he grew up to be a super cutie steve yeah steve jessup phil lewis is his name actually i think probably i mean he's a little young but the cutest person in this movie is young jake gyllenhaal jake gyllenhaal shows up that's the looker in this holy cow i was blown away yeah i called my wife into the room i was like what (laughs) i paused it and said who is this person i was like can you tell me who this is just by looking at this single frame of 
video and she's like that's jake, Hill- jake gyllenhaal the same face didn't care she didn't care at all and i was like how is this happening like how did this line up to be a tiny tiny jake gyllenhaal in this movie so yep and that was his first movie oh, i listened fun, to wow. an interview where they're like do you even remember he's like i remember everything he's like i don't remember all very much from my life but i specifically remember like everything from that I, that would be like a life-changing yeah. like your first feature film yeah. like that's he's, crazy you know, he's old enough though uh-huh it was kind of, yeah oh it, and uh josh mostel who plays barry shallowitz Oh yeah, yeah! I was like, "Oh, look at him!" And I was like, "He has to be dead. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> He's uh, still alive." Are you talking about the big guy? Yeah, the ice cream duo. Yes. Yeah, he played uh, in Billy Madison. He was yeah, uh, yeah, yep. He was the teacher or the guidance counselor or principal, right? Something like that. Yeah, and he—I mean, he was—he dressed a, up like a luchador at one point or something. <laughs> it was nuts, man. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff, but it's yeah, just like he—he he was in Big Daddy. Um, ah, yes, he was the. The, the guy who plays the, the social kid. worker yeah, the social worker yeah yeah and i'm but i'm just i'm thinking in my head like how are like he's just you can't even breathe like how is this even working <laughs> i thought the same thing about jack palance though when yeah. he when he was being like old curly they gave him like very segmented lines yeah. and he was just breathing in between them it was weird <laughs> yeah like, this man is going to die yeah. like well yeah you kind of yeah, yeah exactly but spoiler alert thanks. i know i mean i was like i actually thought in my head i'm like was he the Marlboro man? Like I, he just seemed like the perfect. He was like a huge like cowboy mm-hmm. like actor though back in the day. That's yeah. why it was like such a big deal that he. <laughs> Do you like... see how leathery he was? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a saddlebag with eyes or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the reason that Mitch hates his life so much is because he hates his job a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes through the process of explaining. Uh, this is how he explains his job. So let's get this here. You just happen to have one of those jobs. It's difficult to believe that a grown man does without losing his mind. I mean, what is my job? I mean, I sell advertising time on the radio. So basically, I sell air. <laughs> At least my father was an upholsterer. He made a sofa, a couch. He could sit on it with something tangible. What can I point to? Where's my work? It's air. I sell air. Well, so, so what are you saying? You want to quit? How can I quit? I'm trapped. Oh, I feel that. Right. I, I feel that for sure. So we, we trap I've ourselves, had, though. Yeah. And I've had jobs that I find mm-hmm. it hard to explain that a full grown human being would do, which I've had my my stop sign turning job. <laughs> like I was one of those guys on the wow. side of the road that was and like you can't explain what you've done or show anybody <laughs> right. like you can be like, I was part of the process of building this roadway. Like you could sort of think of it in the abstract <laughs> sort of way, uh, but it's really not like you're just literally. You ruining, take the place. You're ruining people's commutes. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm making people late, and I'm taking the place of an inanimate object. Like, <laughs> they could just as easily put a stop sign there and yeah. take care of my job for but, sure. Yeah. What you, about What about you, Will? Have you ever had a job that you were kind of like, ugh? Um. Well, actually, I'm a teacher, which the there are you see the like this the, is where the applause break. Like the, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you. Doing the people changing work. lives. Um. Well, right. I might be changing lives. Sure. But you don't know about it till like 20 years later. Right. Yeah. But you have the possibility of changing lives, right? Maybe. Where I, as a stop sign holder, sure. was literally making lives worse. Right. Like that was all. That's true. That was my That's job true. was to make people mad at me. Well, I can't so. talk about my at my job. I actually got called in to make sure that like everything was kosher because... You're uh, at a deli? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to talk about it yeah uh, yeah as long as i don't use my real name or talk about my like what i do for a living yeah. i can continue to do this podcast wow. but yeah there was like a social media policy that came out and it was oh, like no. you can't like yeah 
Very so hush, hush. I went into the I went into my boss's office and I'm like, is this going to be an issue? Oh no! And he's like, no, it's fine. We Just- almost got shut down by the man, guys. <laughs> yeah, because new co-host. I let it happen. Izzy, you're up. <laughs> I work. <Izzy. laughs> I just I work for like the government basically, which sounds way cooler than it is. Yeah, but I do change lives in my job. There I think yeah. so. But it's I've had doing. plenty of jobs where I hated it. Like working at the juvenile home Ooh. was the worst job I've ever had. Yeah, I hated it. I worked in a collections department for oh, a minute. Yeah, that, that was hard. the absolute worst thing that's ever. Right yeah, now. Oh, it was awful. It was the worst year of my life. Yeah. Like, yeah, like for when I worked at the juvenile home, there, like when I knew that there was going to be like specific girls that got locked up, I would like dry heave in the shower thinking <laughs> about having to like deal with them. Yeah, like, I did a summer at a at a juvenile detention center. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> because you're locked in there. Yeah, you feel just it's as intense. And the staff wants you to be an asshole. Yeah, and but the kids like so the kids hate you if you are an asshole. If you're not an asshole, the staff's like you're being too nice. I'm like, oh, because I brought a coloring book and some crayons for these pregnant twelve year olds that should just be coloring. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so neat i bet they were super into that they actually were yeah yeah i mean they didn't have anything else to do i guess so yeah. hey you want to break up this uh terrible nonsense with something fun <laughs> <laughs> let's get a montage of yeehaw for no reason <laughs> i hated this so much so stupid <laughs> and for whatever reason they show billy crystal twice, twice. they're like that ah, was yeah. a bad take let's do it again and keep them both. Yeehaw. <laughs> I didn't. I did enjoy the hat montage. It's still going, guys. I like that guy. Yeah, he's great. He and fun. his wife, who's just like never what says a word. Hell? Yeah. So I. Um. What do you think the, the budget was for this movie? It was. It's going to be a lot more huge. than you think. Yeah, because yeah. of all those animals and stuff. Yeah. And they had to hire people to wrangle. It was, so Trainers, it was 1991. So. What do you think? I don't know. I'll say it's it, above 20 under 50. I was gonna, well, actually, I was going to say 60, so that helps. So above 20 under 50, that yeah. gives us a pretty decent range of, I don't know, 30, 30. 35? Yeah, it's 27 million. Okay. But right. guess how much this movie made? It completely floored me. Uh, a lot. I mean, it I want it to make a lot. It was a shit ton. Okay. A couple hundred million? Not quite that much, but only... I'm gonna, okay, 115 million. Yeah, it was 124 million. What? Which is like, that's probably one of our most successful movies yeah. that we've done I mean, done other than here. Clerks was like a huge Well, ratio. yeah, because it cost like $5 yeah. to make it. <laughs> it cost 75 cents and, like, <laughs> but, yeah. and your day job to make this movie. But. Like, because there's nothing, I mean, I don't know. I just don't remember it being that big of a deal. It had to be, oh, like, like public yeah. uh, reception of I this mean, movie. I guess they made a second one, so but for yeah. 124 million dollars, that just seems like a lot for 1991. Billy Crystal was huge yeah. at the time. I mean, it was a he was a big get. Uh all of those guys were known actors and Jack Palance Jack was going to have a huge back. following. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh he won uh, an Oscar he and did. a Golden Globe for this. He yeah. did. Yeah, he won and his speech or whatever when he walked up and he's like Billy Crystal, you know, and he was like, I crap bigger than him. Yeah. Like half, more than half the people in the thing didn't even know what he was talking about because they hadn't seen the movie. Yeah. But, but yeah. I think he did great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's very standoffish and very intimidating mm-hmm. in this movie. And that mm-hmm. was his whole idea. Like, that's what he wants to be. The uh, uh, the I crap bigger than you line. That's like the line that my my dad would use. A <laughs> yeah. 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 Comes back into regular rotation. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, who's the star of this movie? Do you think? I mean, other, let's say I'm assuming it's Billy Crystal, but if it weren't Billy Crystal, who's the next like standout for you in this movie? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. 
big hitter right at the end too. <laughs> Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess Daniel Stern. I mean, he went on to do some other things. Yeah. You know, he he had a pretty good, you know, what band. It's also like, you know, uh, Celtic Pride. Yeah. Yep. I saw that uh, one. That one about canoeing. Okay. I forget what it's called. Up a creek or. Yeah. He, where without, I think it was pretty much the. Without a battle. It wasn't without, without a battle. No, that no, was the Seth Green. But that was a, like a remake of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> About a bunch of guys that. It should have yeah. been Up the Creek then if it was a remake oh, of. I forget what that was called. Without a paddle. But yeah, he, he almost had like some leading roles. Yeah. yeah. Just in some smaller movies. But I, I actually did watch Home Alone yesterday too. Yeah. So my Daniel Stern. You, you got, got your fill. I'm filled with, I'm, I got, yeah, I got my full of Daniel Stern. Which is funny because a his fill. name is Phil. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> get, right, out guys, of, yeah, uh, get out of my head Matt all right well we're, we're done Thanks, <laughs> thank you have a good night everybody all right um I did think I think that um Daniel Stern and Bruno Kirby like their characters are like the the polar opposites because um Phil cheats on his wife because he's super unhappy and Ed Ferrillo Bruno Kirby is super happy and he's afraid he's gonna cheat on his wife yeah so and to be so sad about stuff right? yeah I mean he's got a hot model underwear right. underwear model wife yep. who he's afraid to get pregnant yes uh because she wants to be with him for the rest of her life like that's so fucking stupid like mm-hmm. that makes me hate his character even more like yeah like just be stop being a dick well they talk about i mean he talks about like his dad and like family issues and they're like you know nearly 40 years old so this yeah. stuff really does affect you that was the one heavy moment yeah, yeah. it was and he got mm-hmm. that too. He hit that pretty pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and he plays a dad that beats his kid and his wife in sleepers. So he probably just brought it full circle. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sleepers uh, was an intense movie. Oh, so intense. <laughs> yeah. Here's uh this is one of my favorite parts in the movie. It I don't it doesn't give you any of the context for it, just the line that Phil says here. What was your worst day? Every day since is a tie. <laughs> <laughs> When he's like, if I was still alive, I'd think she was attractive. I know. Yeah, yeah. When I, yeah. When I, when I was alive. alive. Yeah. Um, also, a huge line in this movie for me, a huge part of this was the VCR um, programming scenes. Uh-huh. When they're talking about recording but yeah. not having to watch it. I love it. So here, here's this, too. We're going to do a little clip palooza here real quick. Here. Can I explain it to you again? I mean, I promise me you won't get upset. Bruno okay. Kirby is great here, though. Uh, it's not going to do any good. Okay. If you want to watch one show, just a random mooing in the background. The, show at the, same time, <laughs> the television set does not have to be on channel. Three. It does. No, it, it doesn't. does. No, if you're watching, watch a recording, then it has to be on three. What, 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 the, the TV or, or the machine? The TV. You're saying I can record something I'm not even watching? Yes, that's the point. <laughs> you don't even need a TV to record. <laughs> How would I see it? Well, to see it, you need a TV. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. He doesn't get it. He'll never get it. It's been four hours. The cows can tape something by now. Forget about it. Please. How do you do the clock? You're dead. Honestly, like the clock on a VCR was so fucking complicated. Do you remember? It was never set correctly. No. It just always blinked. And you always had to like, do you remember back when like you used to have to like put up, use a pin to like push inside Mm -hmm. the hole? Mm -hmm. Like you couldn't actually like push the button. You had to like stick like a safety pin or something in there. I just remember like the VCR blinking light thing being a trope for comedians back in the 80s forever. Like everyone had like a, uh, you know, just put electrician's tape over it type of thing like that's what solved the problem or whatever uh for a long time like there were a lot of different comics that i saw that had uh um yeah the vcr programming nonsense which was nice that it was actually in this movie and they could sort of put it to bed right like all right we're all done with this now we've we've covered this in the movie by billy crystal so it's it's done yeah it's done uh okay so we play some games on this show i don't know that you're aware of um 
The first one that we're going to do, we've recently got this one into our last few episodes, so hopefully the audience out there is enjoying it. None of, or one of the episodes we've done it in has come out so far, uh, and it's been well received. Okay. So hopefully we keep this ball rolling. <laughs> and uh, it's called, What's That Sound? <laughs> <laughs> Since this is an audio format, clearly we can't just show people pictures and right. say, what the hell is this? You can't do what's Mandy's that? favorite, What's That Smell? What's that smell? Mm, no. So of course we're stuck with What's That Sound? And this movie... Is basically full of a lot of just cows and a lot of rustling Woo-hoo, sounds, yeehaw. a lot of yeehaws, oh, and yeehaws. just a lot of like music beds playing, which is tough to get a decent sound from the movie. So what I did is pull one that's pretty. Uh, I, I think you're going to get it. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. I think you're going to get it. So basically, what I want to know is what's happening. What's happening while this sound is is happening? Okay. So here we go. Ready? Well, that was a gun. Sean. Okay, so let's try it again here. <laughs> Is that during the Yahoo leaving part? No. I forget. No. This is gunshot. Right. What are okay. they shooting, though? I forget. Okay. All right. Mandy, you I get did, a whack at I, this I, I won't lie. I did fall asleep <laughs> during one sliver of this movie. Okay. Back up, so All right. Well, it is right. I think it was right in the middle. Like, it was pretty much right in the center. So it was a good time to nod off. But <laughs> Mandy? It's one of those two D-boy D boy, D bag, D boys, D boy cow bags, <laughs> D boy cow, D- the the D bag cowboys were like throwing the bottles up in the air. Yeah, and oh, when they were all, they were all drunk. Yeah. yeah, they got drunk. And they put the gun in the cow's oh mouth. Oh my god, that, that was oh, yeah intense. Yeah. And was, yeah, Norman Norman's is mouth, the star yeah. of the show. Oh yeah. By the way, go, yeah, he's back. the star. He's the attractive one. <laughs> Norman is yes. the attractive one. That's so, a good looking little. Like I'm not gonna Hello. lie. <laughs> Like through the whole movie, like the most intense part for me was when he was in the water. Yeah, and like I'm like, oh my god, yeah, they like, did a lot of shit to this cow. Like, they did. Okay, yeah. They well, it, when the cow was born, and there were a lot of spots, it was a puppet. Okay. Just when the like when he is trying to get up and for the first time, that was like a real like right after birth cow. Sure. But when he's like laying on um, Billy Crystal, like I thought this is a real cow. Sure. You know, I'm like they just drenched this cow with grossness. Yeah. No, it was a freaking puppet. It was Weird. not real. No. It was funny when they pulled the cow out of the other cow yeah. and it like it, deflated. Like I was like, all right, come on, guys. I grew yeah. up on a dairy farm. Yeah. So I've helped a lot of cows birth. Have their, have, have, look have at that. Changing lives forever, man. And that was a weird part to me, just seeing that part. Yeah. Because it was like, hey, someone had to make a fake, a fake cow, cow vagina. vagina. <laughs> and it was way too big. Too big. big. Yeah. Way I thought that too. I assume somebody already had a fake cow vagina and they uh, were finally yeah. able to use it for something. <laughs> call Ben. <laughs> well, it's so funny because I didn't remember any. Obviously, it's been so long. And like as he's reaching in there, I'm like, take off your fucking watch. Yeah. Like how ouch. <laughs> like and then he's like, oh, I lost my watch. It was a gift. <laughs> was I'm a thinking gift. more about like the cow. I'm like, geez. All right, hold on. Look at him. Yeah. Get up. Go. Oh, shit. Look, look at this. Look at him. Look at him. Already. I made a cow. He's a genius. <laughs> He gets that from my side of the family. Well, you all walk very early. I'm going to name him Norman. You know, because years ago... Aw. Yeah, that... uh, That was another part. She was suffering. How do you know? (laughs) What? You can tell. Yeah. He's been doing it for long enough. It's in his blood. You can tell when cows are suffering. Uh, that scene though was very uh, Mike Wazowski for me. Like it was just all mm, monsters yeah. in sounds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's uh, it was all cartoonish. Uh, green ball man. Uh, also another standout character. One of my favorite parts in this whole movie. Uh, the unsung hero for me. Uh, early on in the movie, about fifteen minutes in, 
we get a taste of career day at the school. Mm, and that we is get, a good scene. We get this guy bringing it hot yep. to this classroom full of kids. You're a teacher. Yeah. Uh, how do you handle something like this? <laughs> I think she handled it right. Yeah, just let him just, go. He'll be uh, over soon. Make faces in the back of the room. <laughs> just write it out. Here it is. This job on 60th and 3rd. Big friggin' ball breaker of a job, right? And we got the area roped off, you know, so that some schmuck don't walk through there and take a wrecking ball between the eyes. <laughs> All of a sudden, this woman, you know, with the big dark glasses, the Bloomingdale bags, she starts walking right through the ropes. I yelled down at her, hey, you can't go there, you stupid bitch. Suddenly, I love the... In the 90s, this was nothing. Nowadays, like, there would have been major complaints. And she's screaming, my legs, my legs. This is very Tommy Boy. And I say, no shit, you legs. The medic comes out and says, oh, my God. Do you know how in an emergency you could get, like, superhuman strength? I reach down and I lift this crane. And Ernesto's able to slide her out from under. And the doctors were able to save her legs. So the moral is, don't walk where you're not supposed to walk because there may not be somebody with superhuman strength to save your little ass. (laughs) And don't do drugs. Nice. Really capping off that war on drugs. There, yeah. there, um, there was a cameo by the the girl in the classroom. She was from Halloween, a couple other movies. The Weird. one, that, the one that asked, uh, "Are you a disc jockey?" Oh, okay, I tried to find her. I don't think she's credited in this movie. <laughs> this movie also has the uh, quintessential like eighties or nineties earworm type situation going on too. Also, uh, I've totally forgot this movie had the animated intro, the little dancing yep. uh, cowboy man. We were just I talking. I know about how much you love that. We were just talking about how in Christmas <laughs> Vacation they have the animated mm-hmm. intro and how I thought that was so fun. And uh, we discussed like that happens more often than you'd think. And I was like, nah, like I've never seen this happen in a movie. And clearly I just forgot yeah. that this happened. Not so uh, much anymore. Yeah, but it was the, a lot uh, of fun. You know, the opening credit scene has kind of gone by the wayside. They don't spend as yes. much time. It used to be like a whole. Like, you know, like you watch like It's a Wonderful Life, like oh. in those era where it's like a 20 minute. Yes. And it's just a mon- like it's the just whole score, classical yeah. score yeah. happening in like panels of people's yeah. names. Yeah. Daniel Harris is My. her name. Sorry. I didn't. I'm just kind of jumped in there. But Dan- um, Daniel. She, yeah. Daniel Harris. She was in the Halloween movies. She played oh. the little girl in the clown outfit. Weird. Yeah. So that was kind of around that time, I think. Huh. She's been in other stuff, too. It's kind of sorry. It's just kind of pissing me off because now I want to find it. But <laughs> continue on with your conversation. I apologize. My daughter just hates it when there's movies that come on that are from old like mm. pre like thousand uh <laughs> that she's like get to the fucking movie like right. i want to see what i'm here to see not just I people's names yeah like how did we sit through that for so long i don't know especially yeah, okay with it old yeah. disney movies like it, the it beginning makes, of cinderella is yeah. so freaking and it's real. it's cinderella yeah. my daughter's like oh my gosh is this the end of the movie because that's what it usually <laughs> happens at the end now i guess it was like you can get your popcorn and get yourself seated at the movie theater during yeah, all this yeah. nonsense yeah. but like come on man and I think people just were like really into having their name shown. I think, yeah. yeah. It must have been part it, of it. And like, it goes deep too. Like, yeah. you know, they'll do the cast and it's like, you know, the casting director. Best boy grip. Best, uh, yeah. Just like shows some up. of the opening credits go way deep into the into yeah. the crew. And also, I think this was, uh, they do that, the with, like with Jack Palance or whatever mm-hmm. on these. And I heard that like those credits are more uh, impressive. Like when you specifically add like the... the yeah also yeah like yeah. also starring or yeah. with or whatever like those are they get you more money like really? those are part of like a prestigious thing to have on a right. movie is 
because you're specially featured, right? right I right. guess, but I don't know. Oh yeah, she was in Free Willy. <laughs> I'm still on this. Yeah, just going digging deep into I am Danielle. Sorry. It's really killing me. Danielle, she was in so in much stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Okay. She was in that, which we should do that one for sure. Yeah, because I remember seeing that in the theater. Yeah, I'm going to uh, be way more into that than like because we're doing um, Adventures in Babysitting yes. soon. Yes, uh, I know I, every word. I'm movie. way more into uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead than Well, that. good. The dishes are done, man. Um, <laughs> here's uh, here's this little earworm though that uh, we get in the beginning. What is it? So, I'd so, go there. I'd buy, Jeffrey I would definitely go there. It's annoying. I'd, it's not annoying. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, I'd go there. I'd listen to that that radio station. Yeah. I think they, we just had Jeffrey Tambor on the I know, the Grinch the Grinch podcast. Yeah, yeah. coming up uh, Tambor. Here. Tambor. Yeah. Um, Arrested Development is what okay. It's most known so for. here's another uh, game we're gonna start playing okay. too. It's called Chop This Synopsis. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> And what I want you to do is I want you to describe this movie in 10 words or less. Okay? Okay. I'll give you a little bit of time to think about it. Okay. You try to decide how you want to handle it. Uh, and in the meantime, I'm going to talk about another one of the standouts in this movie, which, of course, is the Camp Cook cookie. <laughs> yes. Comes out. So we'll play a clip of Cookie and then give you some time to come up with your 10 words to describe this movie. Okay. Tracy Walter. That's him? Mm-hmm. He's been in a ton of stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, he has. Cookie. Oh, Cookie. Tell them what they're going to eat. You ain't going to be getting no Nouveau Almondine thin crust bottle of water sautéed city food. Food's brown, hot, and plenty of it. Sounds great. It's not that bad. Now listen, we're going to go to work in the morning. And I mean work. Came out here, city slickers. You're going to go home, cowboy. Yeah, that's cookie for you. All right, that's what cookie. do you got? Um. All right. I know I sprung this on you, but that's, that's okay. kind of the point, you know. I'm going to count as I go here. Right. On my hands here, uh-huh. you can't see. Mitch is sad, so he becomes a no. Wait. Mitch is sad. <laughs> I mean, if you don't need Ted, that's fine too. <laughs> and you don't have to say so. That's true. I'll, I'll lose though. Mitch is sad. He saves a cow and is fixed. There nice. we go. There go. That's go. 10. Yeah, mine, I, of course, had more time to think about this because I invented this thing. <laughs> right. Uh, it was going to be something to the effect of depressed man moves cows. <laughs> or no, depressed man with with uh, depressed man with crazy friends moves cows and finds happiness. There That's you go. <laughs> Mandy. Oh, God. Um, greatest movie of all time. Ugly guys. <laughs> <laughs> From City. Become cowboys. Become slickers. I don't know. <laughs> um, no longer midlife crisis. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Boom. Nailed it. And that was Chop This Synopsis. <laughs> I just like coming up with names for things. Yeah. If that could be my job. I, that's where I'd start changing lives. Right. Okay. <laughs> you could just give me an idea. I just need a premise that needs a title. And that's my. What would be like your like, like, would you want to do like rock and roll camp? Like what would, if you could go like, oh, like do one of these dumb brochure yeah. type things? What would it be? I don't know. Um, Like, I just don't know what they make camps for. But like, I yeah, rock and roll camp would be fun. Um, 
I don't know if they make this, but they want. I want them to like some sort of like animation mm. camp. Oh yeah, where you work on sure drawing, like, like art yeah. camp. Yeah, yeah. But like for adults to go and see how like cartoons are made, which seems like a dumb. No, premise, I think but that'd I be would, fun. I would do that. That would be cool for me. Would it be like at like Disneyland or something? Yeah, I think like some sort of animation studio, Pixar? like a Pixar type. Yeah, that's yeah. Would that be more interesting to you if it was if it was done by hand or computer? At this point, I think anything would be like I just it would be neat to see how it's done mm-hmm. for me. Uh, I would have enjoyed watching people like draw actual yeah. things, tangible like cells and cartoons and stuff. But what about you, Will? I honestly, I'd probably do this. I would go. Yeah, you'd go on a. I'd go out and rustle some horse cattle and, and. Yeah, I was big into like I didn't like. Well, you you have birthed cows. I, I feel like you'd cows. be pretty good at this. I, yeah, I'd be ahead of the game for sure. Um, <laughs> how long has it been since you rode a horse? I was going to say, how long has it been since you birthed a cow? <laughs> <laughs> this morning. Um, no. That's what I say after I take a nice poop. Ugh. I just oh, birthed God. a cow. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> just dropped a calf in the old pool. <laughs> Lost my watch. <laughs> Um, on your way here, you just stopped at a farm on the way and yeah. just decided to help him out yep. for a minute. Bird the cow. It's, it's an interesting. It's much less uh, a beautiful process. I would think. Than, than they for I feel like it's a mess. Honestly, yeah. I've got. I've, I've. I have a couple good stories. Have you had to shoot a cows. cow because it was suffering? No, I was very surprised by that part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're of the school of thought to just let it suffer and see what happens. I well, no, what... I'm of the school of thought that maybe you should call the vet. Yeah, maybe do that. Well, I'm in the middle of nowhere. His brains out. And really, half of her behind was her entire vagina. There was something That's wrong true. on That's there. That's true. If that was actually her vagina, she, um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> she really needed to be. <laughs> Although, if you think about it, like Curly and the cow have similar in that it's a very yeah. quick demise. Yeah, yeah. Curly like, oh, just... he's just sitting there, throw him in a hole with bear. Yeah, right. he imparts wisdom yeah. and then just. Poop. is dead poof yeah they get that he's a burial. real cowboy he sleeps with his eyes open <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get that burial and then they get the two horses buried yeah. which is so funny That's to me one. they just fall off a cliff and yeah. die a lot of uh a lot of animal death you'd think like PETA would have been all up in this movie yeah, yeah. well yeah it, again it was 1991 people yeah, no one, were no had, their buttholes are less sensitive than they are now sure yeah but so we're you're going to City Slickers camp, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, like when I was a kid, I didn't read comic books. I read like kid versions of like like biographies of like Wyatt Earp and okay. Doc oh. Holliday and uh, Sitting Bull. Like I had that's what that's I was into cool. when I was a kid. My daughter's been into that sort of stuff, like real stories of mm-hmm. actual people who did things. Yeah, that's but in the like best a, when you start learning that, and you're actually like excited to learn it. Yeah. Although unfortunately, I think my big thing was like the Holocaust. Like I just couldn't stop like reading about World War Two. So but they make that was probably camp. Yeah. that was that was from that's <laughs> a wrong, wrong kind of camp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they make a series of books now called it's like the I Survived series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Those are kind of good. They're okay, yeah. but it's just a crazy well, yeah, topic to sort of bring yeah. up with like yeah. Because my daughter's eight and she's reading like the nine eleven I Survived book. Oh yeah, that's, like, oh, well, that's rough. I mean, you kind of have to like got to rip off the band-aid at some point like come on dude things are hard but like katrina like hurricane katrina like yeah. I, sur- I survived hurricane katrina like you're kind of pulling for yeah yeah sort of there's some like older ones too isn't there like yeah there's World like gettysburg address and, yeah. oh, okay. sort of stuff and like battles and things like that which are fun i guess it's something worth hearing i guess it's the ones that are that are too soon for yeah. like i'm like all right give the kid a little room to that's true with like first. movies too though like yeah. when they do you know like the boston bombing movie and that kind of stuff yeah like, eh, yeah maybe wait <laughs> I, yeah, it's funny. the The Boston bombing happened the day that I started my open mic 
at the Waldorf here in Hastings before it moved upstairs to be uh-huh. the ticketed show. Did you have a Boston Marathon joke you were going to tell? I was so worried that every one of the stupid ass like open mic comics were going to bust in with like their hot take on the Boston. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. they everybody realized I was a little too rice soon. cooker bombing nonsense, and I was, it, luckily nothing nothing yeah. happened. Although we did do a disclaimer up front, and I was we were like basically like I know a terrible thing happened today, and it's sad, but like we're here to laugh, so it's yeah. okay to do that here, and everything's fine. But you know, it turned out how it turned out. But that's <laughs> what I remember that day specifically being related to that right. thing that happened. So. I would um, if I were to do like a camp, I'd want to do like a like Alaska bush people type of thing. <laughs> Where like you go and like you live, live in the wilderness. Yeah, you That'd know. Be fun. Like, I think that would be cool. Or like yeah, I like those fish wheels that people make for like the salmon, and they like they put the fish wheel out and then they collect the salmon. Like I don't know. Like I think that'd be cool. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I don't know what so, you're saying right now. But like like so, like what do they call like it? Catch fish in a in a, <laughs> in a wheel contraption. Subsistence living or whatever, where they they just basically like live off of the land. Yeah. And, yeah, I think I'd want to do that. I've caught myself in some like YouTube like wormholes watching people like building a cabin from scratch Mm -hmm. out in the woods for no reason and uh yeah that's super interesting to me and i also feel like in some way it's like imparting wisdom on me in case like society shuts down yeah in case there's uh, like yeah um the zombie apocalypse yeah yeah when i first started watching walking dead i i like like it was back when um like preppers and stuff were like really big so you'd be like hey you know maybe we should have a go bag you know just Just, in case like we can grab it and go yeah and just threw a bag full of granola bars in the corner and then (laughs) over the years you just keep eating the granola bars (laughs) (laughs) it hasn't happened yet yeah but i would have nightmares about like um the zombies coming and like i make i would make my way to like sam's club and okay. it was like the best place to be, like yeah. because there's all the stuff that, that we yeah. needed. Or we have a cottage on an island uh, in the middle of Pine Lake, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's perfect," because I can't get to you. But then, like, we wake up in my dream, and then like the lake's iced over, and they're all like, oh, oh, "We're coming!" God. Yeah, so well, they're smashing ice all around the edge. Right, you'd have to do something. This is entirely unrelated to anything, but what you just said actually makes me wonder. I guess they're in the in the Walking Dead. They're in the South, right? So uh-huh. it doesn't get as cold. Is it, like, wouldn't the zombies just freeze? Like yeah, during the winter time, yeah, no, you think so, or like stick to the floor at least right. if they're not frozen themselves. You After th- a light rain, yeah, that's freezing weird. rain. I never stuff. thought of that, but I guess they're down south, so it's not a big of a problem. Well, then why don't the people Move come north. up north? Yeah. Oh my god, that's, we just solved the whole damn we problem. Did. <laughs> they're wow. trying to trying to move to the. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, they should be moving north, man. North, head yeah, for north Canada, of, north of the equator. There you go. Where it's like cold all the freaking time. Yeah. We just mm-hmm. solved the mystery of The Walking Dead. Yep. I feel Show's like we accomplished over. something today, <laughs> guys. Uh, any uh, final thoughts on this mess? What do you think about this movie? Is this something you'd... Uh, well, is you, do you have anything else you want to add? Do you have any... Uh, just like the end, like the ending, like the big culminating conversation after he gets uh, you know, back to the airport with his wife. Yeah. The big takeaway for him is, as he's going through his little like, oh, I'm just so changed now. You know, I'm happy again. Uh-huh. And his big point was like, yeah, you know... He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to quit my job. I'm going to do it better. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> that didn't help. Yeah. Well, right. That didn't help me. It. Yeah. I don't know. I do feel that way. Like, I feel like if I've been slacking at work and like my, it's not my best work, like I feel crappy. Like sure. if, like if I have, like I had my review last week and I did really well, but I had a, like a lot of room for improvement Yeah. and I have an amazing, I have two amazing bosses. So I, they, uh, they like 
praised me and scolded me at the same time. Sure. So even though they were like kind of getting after me about some stuff, like I still left feeling like really good and like I'm going to work so hard for these people. Yeah. You know, and I do like if I make a declaration that I'm going to work harder and better, I do always feel like my life is yeah. like it's going to be better. It is yeah. probably a more a very realistic. Like, yeah. You know, like epiphany to have. Yeah. You know, versus like, oh, you know, I'm going to go back to school and become a painter, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Like, what was his alter? Yeah. Like, he's literally yeah. at he's 39 still, years right. old. He's, he's gonna, still trapped. Yeah. He's just got to feel just better be about more it. More cheery. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, he's upset that he doesn't have a job that his son can be super proud of. Do any of us? I guess you're a teacher. That's kind of cool. People but like, say that it's not that cool. <laughs> but I mean, Matt, you, you know. Yeah, is, I mean, I, is Alexis running around telling her her friends? Like, I actually dad? told her last night, I'll, uh, just in case she ever decided to try to do comedy at all. I know that's not my career, but like, I was like, just don't. I I told an eight year old girl last night to just please don't, don't, don't do, do comedy ever <laughs> after tonight's or after last night's show. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a big crush for for her dreams. Maybe I don't know. Um, she yeah, wants- no, I mean, I'm not. Uh, in it's my job is very. Uh, like when you try to explain what I do to people uh, out loud, it gets pretty minutia. Like there's a lot of, yeah, <laughs> a lot of like, uh, what do you do again? Like, why, why do you do that? But yeah. What you do know. you do? I, a bank? Work, I work at a bank. I work in the mortgage processing department of a bank. So I basically just make Tell sure. Tell me more. I, I, I just make sure everyone signs <laughs> the documents the right way, the way they're oh, supposed to. Yeah. And then if they don't, don't I have stop. to like find them Hell and yeah, make them sign these documents again <laughs> and they, in a lot of cases they've just they've already moved in like they already live in the house and i'm like oh, can you re-sign this document and they are like yeah i guess i'll get to it later oh, but yeah. they got shit to do like they sure, just bought they a new house, house. yeah right clean and, and you have to keep well, asking the them over and over again like i just want this one thing just scan it <laughs> just sign it please and move it sign it scan it back in and i just we're, we're done i'll never talk to you again <laughs> I think this movie holds up. I would like it to be remade with better looking people. <laughs> I had a thought on the way here too. Like this could be a yeah a movie that you, that the you Rock could shows up in it. Who who would you recast? I don't know. Who's Mitch now? Who is Mitch now? It's gonna be Paul. Rudd I was just gonna say Rudd, Paul Rudd. We, we always great. say Paul Rudd. Everyone, well, and you have to think everyone's of someone, like wholesome. Yeah, like, he's a good everyman. Yeah, yeah, you have to think of someone like on the cusp too age wise, yeah. and he and he's he just right. fits the bill. Or like Will Ferrell, but it'd be too much. <sighs> Jason like, Siegel, I think would be good. Okay, yeah. I like him. Or um, Seth Rogen. I was gonna say Seth Rogen for Phil. Yeah, yeah. I feel Although, like Jason Siegel would be um, a decent uh, Ed. Yeah. I think. Although I like the womanizing sort yeah. of like not attractive, but somehow still decides Gets all the yeah. young, yeah. the young poontang. Yep. I think yeah, so. I could totally see that. We should this. They should do this. Yeah, there you go. Because I really do think that it was just the lacking of. And then like Tiffany Haddish or something for. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. She's just an actress. Like, I'm doing the move. You can't see it. I'm doing her. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that we just, all the single ladies? Well, we need to throw kind in of. more. <laughs> Very now it would just be more diverse, is what I'm saying. There was a lot of was, this movie was pretty white, except for well, no, they yeah. threw in the black dentist, except black for dentist. the black dentist who were pretty made, intensely, yeah, and they had to note reverse. Like, hey, yeah, just because we're black doesn't mean we can't be dentists. And they were all like, "We know, like yeah. we're cool, like <laughs> you, you guys you are the ones." Being, yeah. Oh, that was the one thing that uh, uh, that reminded me when um, early on, right after they get to the ranch, and the two uh, D boy cowbags are. <laughs> When they're like, you know, like putting moves on the one lady. Yeah. Yes. And Mitch steps in and the phrase he says is, he says, uh, this isn't exactly 90s behavior. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was just surprised by that. Like, 
they were woke. It kind of was. Yeah, yeah, it was very. Wo- yeah, that was not, this is ninety one. Yeah. yeah. No, I can see that. I guess what was happening in the early nineties, like I, I thought people were still hitting on women like that. Yeah, but I guess not. I much, think yeah, pretty much that. was pretty much d bag cowboy. What were they? D boy cowboy. Yeah, cowboys. Much all over the place, but. Yeah, I mean, I like this movie. I'd watch it again. I was glad to watch it for this. It'd been a long time since I saw it. Um, I had to go and rent this movie um, from the old family video here in town, nice. uh, which was awesome that it was there. And uh, yeah, so I, I've got to take it back here, I think, today or tomorrow. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to get late fees. For yeah, sure. except for you can have it for like a dollar or yeah, $1. It's basically $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. $1. for like for five, five days. Yeah. And the and family video has a lot of free kids movies, too. So it's always worth going awesome. there. Yeah. Um, and then we're doing uh, another thing, which I assume we'll talk about during uh, My Cousin Vinny, but we're recording My Cousin Vinny shortly after this. And uh, Marissa Tomei w- is in My Cousin Vinny, mm-hmm. who received uh, an Oscar for her performance in that, mm-hmm. which was given to her from uh, Jack Palance, mm-hmm. was the presenter right. for it. And there's like a dumb uh, conspiracy theory that Jack Palance was getting like ousted from Hollywood for being like too old and, and was done. And they were trying to like move him out and put him out to pasture so to speak uh and he got pissed off and super drunk and um couldn't read the teleprompter when he was announcing the winner for the oscar that year Mm -hmm. when marissa tomei won uh and he uh just decided to read the last name on the list of nominees instead of the actual winner uh and read her name out loud and that she like got the oscar that year for uh, like under Best false supporting actress really? under false pretenses. No, I looked it up. It was just a rumor. Yeah, it's super snopesy. I mean, unless <laughs> they, I mean, they. I, according to who, it's just a rumor. Right. I mean, who, the only people that really know is Jack Palance and whoever was standing next to and him. And whoever the, gave yeah. him that envelope Jack with the Palance. actual name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they the same though? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> at this point. Just same that. Guy. Oh, here we go. Do you know what the secret of life is? Oh, this is like the no, most famous I, scene yeah. of this movie when I was looking this, stuff up. Your finger. <laughs> one thing just one thing you stick to that and everything it's funny because just listening shit. and hearing billy crystal's voice That's i hear great, Mike Mir- miracle max the one thing from um i don't know what that is miracle max no. from uh princess bride oh okay yeah i don't know <laughs> that movie what <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. we're gonna Jesus. do it, it, I'm, it. I'm i know worst. it's one of my favorites all right guys i think that's pretty much good i think we we've figured out with it oh what's the secret of life what's that one thing do you have you don't have to tell me do you, do you know what it is it's my finger <laughs> all right pretty confident that you you're on board with what yeah. how about you mandy do you um, know what the one thing is again you don't have to say it you just do you have a one thing or have you not found it yet accepting being content yeah accepting like this is, like that's when i started to love my daughter that's your finger when i was like yeah and I was like, mm, yep, you're going to be mine forever. I might as well just stop fighting the fact that I have to be responsible <laughs> for you and just nice. start enjoying it. Yeah. So, I, don't yeah. Know. I think I'm still uh, trying to figure out what my finger is. Yeah. So. yeah. We'll get there. We'll you know get what I mean, there. I mean and your finger changes depending on what's <laughs> happened. Sure your finger can change. Yeah. 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 You got 10 of them. As long as there's one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can switch fingers now <laughs> yeah. and then. I, I recommend it, honestly. <laughs> just got to figure it out before you, you know, die and get buried in the middle of the desert. Yeah. It's true. That's actually how I would prefer to go, to be honest. Yeah. You're buried yeah. in the, Sitting in the on a rock, sand. Staring yeah. off into, at your cattle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be great. Living the life, man. Cigarette in my like, mouth. You know, all leathery. I could not watch him talking with that cigarette in his mouth <laughs> nonstop. It was like, and he was just like full on like breathing and riding a horse, just breathing in smoke constantly. Yeah. that's blowing in his face. And I was like, God damn it. That's a real this man. This man should be. That's right. 
this is, he's going to die. And then he did. And then he so. did. It was weird to me to watch someone like have a full on conversation with with never removing the cigarette. Yeah, just jangling. Yeah, just flapping there. around. Some <laughs> cowboys did it. I guess so. It's true. Living the I mean, life. you didn't have anything else to do but smoke and chew tobacco. <laughs> it's true. And also change the names of words to make it more old timey. Best part of any Western is the tobacco spitting humor. Yes. yes. I'll buy that a, shirt. Had a little bit of. Yeah. And I'll take that shirt yeah. too. I love it. Oh, it was so funny. There were a lot of montages in this movie. Yep. A lot of unnecessary nonsense that happened. I was like, all right, get get with it. Like, I liked the hat montage. Yeah. Although that's more because like the bowler hat or whatever <laughs> that Billy Crystal puts on was so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, but I mean otherwise, yeah. it was it's good. It's worth the watch. I yeah. would recommend it. It's a Go good, out, yeah. find it's, it. It's a family comedy. Yeah. My daughter tried to watch it and then gave up and started playing with Barbies, but you know. <laughs> That's what we get. Trying to. Yeah, I probably won't watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really mine. (laughs) It was yours. That's true. (laughs) All right, guys. And uh, so what do you got coming up? What do you got? Any uh, plugs? Anything uh, people want to find you at? Um, I'll just throw out ours for now while you're checking into some stuff, going through the old calendar, being all professional about it. You can reach the show at uh, another episode podcast at gmail.com if you want to reach out to us. And uh, let us know what we missed or if you like this movie or how you're enjoying these new segments that we're trying, these dumb games that we're putting out there. Uh, if you guys have a better uh, chop this synopsis, <laughs> and we'll post it on the Facebook page if you send it over to us. It's the greatest yeah, of all that'd time. Be fun. Ten words or less. Describe the movie. Uh, we'll pick a favorite, I guess. Um, you can reach uh, us on Twitter as well at another app pod on Twitter. You can follow us there. Uh, you can get me at. Uh, Matt Harper jokes on both Twitter and Facebook and Mandy, where can they find you? I uh, think you can reach me on the another episode podcast, uh, Facebook page. I do have on January 3rd, I believe um, they are doing the, the it used to be fat guy in a little joke, but they're doing that guy in a little show, fat guy in a little show. Yep. Gotcha. Um, but I'm now it's fat guys and friends. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in friends. Nice. So I'll be out. It's going to be at Shakespeare's on January 3rd, I Very believe. Good. Um, so yeah, I have that. Um, well, this is going to come out the first or second week in January. So oh, whatever you got going on. First or second week in January. Oh my gosh. So much stuff. All right. Timbers in Ludington. There you go. Going to be there. Oh, fine. Don't know what that is, but we'll find out. Yeah. If you can make it there, talk about some driving yeah. issues <laughs> in January. Actually, the next week is the one that's going to be driving issues. I'm going with Adam Deggie to Kuwait and Casino and then Sault Ste. Marie. Nice. And then over to La Crosse, Wisconsin. They're doing place. so you're doing that full run, yeah, around. and then up to Duluth. Okay, I did the. We might die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did the Lacrosse La Wisconsin show, oh, really? but not in the run. Like they had, they had to tuck it? us in between. It was great, good, really good. That's I fun. Was, I was pretty happy with it. It's at like a a restaurant out there. I Mox, think, yeah, Moxie's or something. Yeah, or, there are two venues in Lacrosse uh, Wisconsin, okay. so maybe it was the other one. I don't, know. I don't know. But the town was great, and okay. the people were awesome, and it was a great show. So good. Good luck out there, man. Yeah, Minnesota's yeah. like the third circle of hell in the wintertime. So. Yeah, and especially Duluth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, Duluth, you're like semi in like the country or yeah. in the city, though. Right. Like, but I think you're on the other side of the Arctic Circle. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Even the city there is. They have a giant Paul Bunyan there. Yeah. My my grandparents are from there, so oh, I, we used to go there quite a bit. Um, no, not really. We used to take like family <laughs> vacations in our like. Jimmy and my parents smoked and we had like six of us and we'd all be shoved in there and yeah no not great yeah 
Where were those seatbelt laws for you? you know? uh, no, there was none. Right, I know. There should have yeah, been. We would like would try to get in the back so we could sleep. It was horrible. It was such a long drive. <laughs> and where can uh, where can people reach you, Will? Uh, if you look up Will Green Makes Jokes, that takes you to most places. Uh, that's my website as well as my Facebook. Okay. Um, that's probably the easiest thing to do. Perfect. You out there on the old twits? Out there at, WD, <laughs> at WB Green on the twits. There you go. Nice. Good job there. Uh, yeah, and I think that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, any final? Do you know when your next show at the Waldorf will be? Uh, kind of. I'll get to it. Okay. It's sometime in January. All right. I think so it's keep, like the keep a lookout for that. 20-something. It's a Friday, I think. I don't know. We'll get out there. We'll go to the Waldor- uh, go to Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club uh, on Facebook, and you can find the dates for that. And uh, yeah, so we always end this thing with a uh, line yeah. from the movie. And today we're going to do one that we haven't done previously. I'm pretty excited about playing. <laughs> Uh, so here's our uh, ending line for the movie. See them tumbling down. <laughs> so horrible. Legend they love this reminds me of Johnny down. Cash's version of the Nine Inch Nails song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just so sad. Drifting along with the tumbling tumbleweeds. All right, guys. Thanks so much. See ya. See ya. Bye. <laughs>